You are now listening to Strong in the Saddle, a weekly podcast with the goal to help you get strong in the saddle and maximize your potential as a rider and horse person. Whether you're someone who is looking to make the finals as a professional barrel racer, a dressage rider hoping to advance to the next level, or a recreational rider who just enjoys their horses away from the competition arena, I am here to help you be the best that you can be, both in and out of the saddle, in and out of the competition arena. If you're ready to improve your health and fitness so that you can be the best that you can be for your horse, then you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina. Before we get rolling, I have a favor to ask. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. It lets Apple Podcasts know that you guys enjoy this episode, which helps to spread the podcast to others who might enjoy it as well. And just a reminder that this podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay obtaining medical or health-related advice for your healthcare from your healthcare professional because of something you may have read or heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this episode or any other episode of the podcast is solely at your own risk. Alrighty, intermittent fasting. It has greatly grown in popularity in recent years to the point that it is now one of Google's highest ranked diet related searches. Many people tout all of the great benefits they have seen from incorporating it into their life from weight loss to mental clarity and on and on. But I will say right off the bat that intermittent fasting isn't for everyone and my hope with this podcast is to give you the information that you need in order to make the decision that is best for your health first and foremost and also in line with your goals. So let's start with the the basics. What is intermittent fasting? In the most basic sense, intermittent fasting is a way of eating that involves periods of fasting where no calories are consumed and then there are periods of eating. The periods of fasting and eating might all occur in the same day or over the course of several days. Typically, there are three common fasting methods time-restricted feeding, modified fasting, and alternate day fasting. Time-restricted feeding, I think, is probably the most common method of intermittent fasting. You would be able to eat for a specific period of time, and then for the rest of the day would be fasting. So for example, you would fast for 16 hours and then eat within an eight-hour window. Modified fasting spreads things out over multiple days. There would be days of 
no food restriction where you would eat as normal and then other days where you would severely limit the calories that you consume. Most commonly people would eat normal for five days in a row and then limit their calories for two days. And then there's complete alternate day fasting. I would say that this is probably the most extreme version of intermittent fasting. In this case, you would completely avoid eating for one or two days a week. So you might eat normal all week and then one day a week you wouldn't eat at all. Intermittent fasting is different than other diets or whatever you want to call this because it doesn't say what you can and can't eat. It doesn't say you can't eat this food or that food. And it doesn't say specifically how much you can eat or can't eat as long as it's eaten within your eating window. That being said, many people adopt intermittent fasting as a way of losing weight, which means that the whole you can eat as much as you want as long as it's done within your feeding window kind of doesn't apply. Reducing the time that you have the opportunity to eat is meant to be a means of reducing caloric consumption. We know what intermittent fasting is more or less, but is it really effective? And what does the research say about its effectiveness? Well, let's start with weight loss. As I said, intermittent fasting is probably most commonly used to aid in weight loss. Since intermittent fasting restricts when you can put calories in your mouth, it makes it easier in theory to create a caloric deficit, which is required for weight loss. Research shows that yes, intermittent fasting can be a useful tool in weight loss. But then the next question I have is whether or not it's better than typical weight loss methods of just daily caloric restriction. And it turns out that both methods are about as equally effective, which means that it's kind of a matter of personal preference and what works for the individual. The next most common reason that people start intermittent fasting is to improve their health, whether that be their blood pressure or whatever else. At this point, research is mixed on this. Because many people lose weight when they intermittent fast, their improved health markers might just be as a result of losing weight rather than the intermittent fasting itself. However, what has been pretty consistent is that intermittent fasting can actually have negative health outcomes for women, especially during their childbearing years. Prolonged fast can be detrimental to reproductive hormones, resulting in issues with everything from ovulation to metabolism and on and on. I'll just say it right now that I do not recommend intermittent fasting for women for this particular reason. Regardless of anything else about intermittent fasting, the fact that it can very likely have detrimental effects to your hormones makes it a no-go as far as I'm concerned. 
But let's put that aside for a moment and just look at intermittent fasting a little bit closer just to maybe see if it is a good idea to try. So let's look at how intermittent fasting impacts athletes. There aren't a whole lot of studies on how it impacts athletes at this point, to be honest. That being said, what research we do have tends to suggest that intermittent fasting does no favors for athletic performance. And in fact, it could actually decrease athletic performance if the athlete doesn't ensure they're getting enough calories and micronutrients during their feeding window. So with all of that said, we can say that intermittent fasting is good in the sense that you don't have to worry about all the crazy diet rules that other eating plans do. You know, you eat during these times, you don't during these times. That's pretty easy to keep straight. You don't have to meal prep if you don't want to. You don't have to watch for this or that ingredient if you don't want to. And if you want to enjoy a piece of birthday cake at a friend's birthday, you can. And as I've noted, it can be effective for losing weight if that's your goal. With all of that being said, intermittent fasting is still restrictive and it can be super hard to adapt to especially if you adopt one of the more restrictive forms of intermittent fasting. And if it just so happens that your eating window doesn't fall when you happen to have a social event that involves eating, you might find yourself stressed and out of place in a social setting because you can't or quote unquote aren't allowed to eat. Furthermore, my big concern with equestrians specifically is eating enough and intermittent fasting puts a person at risk of not eating enough and on top of all of that fasting can have some negative health consequences like fatigue headaches poor recovery irritability difficulty concentrating kind of like the symptoms of being hangry when you don't eat within a certain amount of time. Same thing here. Oh, and before I forget, I will just say that there are many instances where you should not under any circumstances be intermittent fasting. If you are pregnant or breastfeeding, you should not intermittent fast. I feel like that should be a no-brainer. If you have medication that needs to be taken with food or anything like that, Intermittent fasting may not be a good idea. If you have a history with disorder eating or eating disorders, again, not a good idea. So what about equestrians? Like I said, if you are in your childbearing years, no, I do not think you should be intermittent fasting. And I feel like that rules out a huge chunk of the people that listen to this podcast. If you are a male or a female who is outside of your childbearing years, then you can consider it, I suppose. Again, like I said, it has been useful for weight loss. If that's a goal of yours, then maybe consider it if you haven't had luck with other options. Uh, If you are doing full day fasting, then I would say that you may not want to ride on those days where you aren't eating. You're not going to have the energy you need to ride 
So, you know, it just might be a waste of your time to even try to go out to the barn. If possible, I would want you to ride within your feeding window so that you get your some food in you pre and post ride, you have that energy, and then you're able to recover afterwards. So at the end of the day, do I recommend intermittent fasting as a blanket statement? No, I do not. You're more than welcome to try it, but I don't recommend it. My focus here at Strong in the Saddle is to help people improve their riding by becoming stronger and healthier. And I feel like intermittent fasting does not serve that purpose. Instead, I would rather you focus on the basics that we all know. Eat enough calories to support your body and your activities. Don't specifically eliminate any macronutrients or groups of food from your diet. Ensure you are properly fueling your rides and your workouts with pre and post activity nutrition. Make sure you're getting enough protein and get in lots of micronutrients by eating a wide variety of foods, you know, lots of fruits and veggies, all that good stuff. We all know these things and I know that it's not nearly as sexy as intermittent fasting, but those basic things works. They are boring. We all know them. They are tried and true. They work, you guys. So just don't make it more complicated or more stressful on your body than it needs to be. If you have any questions about this, feel free to reach out on social media. I'm at Strong in the Saddle on Facebook and Instagram. You can leave me a DM there and I'd love to chat. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.